0: Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of Trades Lady Happy Hour with yours truly. This week, I'm very, very excited to be joined by Miss Jasmine Lawrence. She is an auto mechanic and um, just a phenomenal woman. She's a huge advocate for women in the trades and for teaching women, um, so that they are more comfortable with their cars and are more familiar with the automotive repair process. She was one of the, original ladies involved in women in machine Uh, she recently did an appearance on uh, monster garage that is coming back or has made a comeback Um, and she's just a, a really neat woman i've had the privilege of working with her a couple of times and and getting to hang out with her and i'm excited to catch up with her and see what's been going on in her world and share some of her story with you guys as well so Hopefully she'll be joining us shortly. I haven't seen her name pop up here quite yet, but um, it's St. Paddy's Day, guys. Um, I totally forgot that it was St. Patty's Day because I rarely even know what day of the week it is, but it is St. Patty's Day. This is the closest I get to wearing green because I don't own anything green. Does teal count as green? Um, I'm drinking Irish whiskey. Does that count? I don't know. Anyway.
1: <laughs> and
0: there she is. We've
1: got hey, hey girl. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing all right. What are you drinking there? Some brandy. I don't even know where it came from. It's been a, it's been at the crib for so long. I don't know if a friend left it, if my brother bought it. I don't I don't know, but Just it's delicious.
0: Random alcohol. All right. <laughs> cool. Brandy, huh?
1: Yeah. All right. All right.
0: Not really my style, but I'll support that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I got a hit start. Uh, nice. Good for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to catch everybody at home up on who you are and what you do. And then you need to catch me up because it's been a hot couple of minutes since you and I have chatted last. And I know lots of stuff has changed in your world. So yeah. um, let's let's tell everybody a little bit, just in a nutshell, who you are, what you do, and then we'll... Dig in some deeper.
1: OK, so um, yes, my name is Jasmine and I'm originally from Atlanta. I grew up in Mississippi. And I'm a car girl, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I live in Atlanta, I said that, OK. Um, I have a daughter. I'm a single mom of a three-year-old daughter. Her name is Jada. She's the cutest thing. Thank you. On Earth. earth. <laughs> She's my heart. my um, heart. I don't know. I, I'm really timid, about, you know, when it comes to talking about myself. Okay. I I'll talk about other people, but when it comes <laughs> to talk about myself. I... All right, so <laughs> I'll, I'll ask,
0: I'll ask questions, and hopefully, we'll break you. Keep on drinking. We'll just break you of that timidness. I can do that. I can definitely <laughs> I, do that. I know you. I know you got it in you. Um, <laughs> can you turn your phone up a little bit so we can see your whole beautiful face? There we go. Does that works. Nice. That, that is, is beautiful. Awesome. So. <laughs> You say you're a car girl. Did you mm-hmm. come by it naturally? Did you grow up around cars or is this like uh your own wild hair that you followed?
1: I grew up around it. Well, okay, so my mom married my stepfather when I was fifteen. Okay. And he was a shade tree mechanic. So I started wrenching at age fifteen. Okay. And fell in love with it. Um, I went to college to pursue mechanical engineering and then I decided to change my career path in two thousand ten. Okay. Um so, yeah, I've been working professionally since 2010 off and on. Okay. So,
0: originally mechanical engineering and then mechanics.
1: Yes. What was it that made you make the change? Um, I like a challenge, and I love helping people, and I get bored easily, so I couldn't be in a cubicle. And <laughs> I love taking things apart, putting them back together, fixing things. Um, right. It just doesn't feel like work. All right. But- I can relate to that. What was it
0: about about it when you were first learning, when you were 16,
1: and getting into it a little bit? Like, what drew your attention to it? What made you dig it? It was mainly my pops' lives, because my brothers weren't interested. They just wanted to sit in, inside and play video games. I was outdoorsy because so I grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I was just fascinated by, I've always been fascinated by machines and have tour cars and, you know I, <laughs> I can't explain it.
0: That's all right that's all I right love, that. you love what you love you know? <laughs> Did you wind up going to tech school after you left mechanical
1: engineering or did you just dive right in and learn? All I, the- dove, I dove right in I dove right in and I worked at independent shops up until 2018 where I had my first uh, dealership job. As Is that I- where you're at? Are you in a dealership now? I'm at a dealership, but at a different one because I worked at Audi for a couple of years. I'm currently at Chevy.
0: Okay. That's Mm -hmm. a big switch from Audi to Chevy. It really
1: is. It it (laughs)
0: is. (laughs) Okay. So I want to talk two things in this area. So one, you've done the independent shop, three things actually. So you've done independent, you've done dealership pros and cons. What do you like? What do you not like about both?
1: Mm. Okay. So I feel like I did myself a disservice by, um, working. Don't get me wrong. Like I have a lot of love for, you know, small business owners. I'm a small business owner, but, um, working in independent shops, like I, I there's a limit to the equipment, um, and then formal education. So like dealerships are, you know, willing to, they can, they have the budget for it. They can send their texts, off to, to school classes, online yeah. training. Whereas, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the independent shops where I work uh, were unable to, but they did sponsor my trip to SEMA one year, where I got to meet Jesse Combs. and chappus. Got to do
0: SEMA at least once. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But I, what 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 I love about independent shops is like, you know, they they're the ones where I work were family owned, so it was like a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like not feeling like a number you know what I mean (laughs)
0: yeah no I hear that there's there's totally pros and cons to both sides and there are for those listening out there who are considering if you're going into this field and you're thinking about whether you want to do dealer or independent like there are independent shops that send their people to training and and put money into that sort of stuff but I think you're right Jasmine, that there's like there is a big difference the dealerships definitely do it like they mm-hmm. they have to continue to send their people to training and um and right. it's hard like at the independent we don't see cars until they're 6 years right or 4 years old right out they're out of warranty right yep. so we're not on top of the newest and latest and greatest in the yep. independent we're on top of the the 4 year old yep so. yep that's true But you learned on the job at an independent shop, mostly. Yeah. That's cool. Where did you have a shop? Like, was your first shop like very encouraging and like gave you opportunities to learn? Or what was that like kind of going in without having technical school training and just a little bit of of experience kind of going, getting thrown into it? What was that like for you? Ooh, okay. So
1: (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, right? Please. All right. So my very first job, um, as an apprentice in 2010, um, I met the guy through my cousin. He had a, um, a BMW X3, and <laughs> the guy amazing. was a mobile. Bless you. The guy was a mobile mechanic, okay. and he like most of his clientele was in East Atlanta. <laughs> um, bless you, allergies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but so uh, yeah, he introduced me to my cousin introduced me to him, and. He was like, well, yeah, you know, if you're eager to learn, I'm willing to teach you everything I know. Okay. And so he gave me a date and a time. I showed up. He was surprised. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm serious about this. <laughs> I wasn't but, kidding. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't kidding. So I showed up and um, he, you know, paid me under the table, you know, slipped me cash. I was mm-hmm. like, this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it started to get really messy. Um, yeah. It started Uh, to get messy because his girlfriend or fiance at the time was a super, I I don't know. I I don't know what the hell he was doing, but obviously she didn't trust him and she had an issue with me working there. And I, the way I carry myself, I take my career seriously. I'm not in the industry to meet men, hook up with men. I make that clear day one, but, (laughs) (laughs) but um, she had an issue with it and he gave me shit wouldn't pay me um it it just it was a a lot of unnecessary drama in the end so i obviously ended up leaving
0: Um,
1: yeah but i mean you live and you learn um but then the second job i had was at an actual shop brick and mortar shop uh, in alpharetta georgia okay they specialized in mercedes and bmws nice and how about them how were they they were the owner was very encouraging i thank god for him too i just it was just <sighs> the customers not all really? of yes
0: not what
1: all was of it um so obviously i'm a black woman living in the south okay and in that area most of their customers were you know well off caucasians um and unfortunately you know people are small-minded and they're not used to seeing someone that looks like me in a repair shop right so yeah you know it 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 was so bad where like like bogey i would i would greet i mean i was professional still you know i would greet the customers and they would greet everyone except for myself it was like i didn't exist you know um so i dealt with that shit for three years and I don't know. Now I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what people think of me. I just... Good for you. How did you handle that?
0: Because I feel like you're not alone in that experience, um, whether it's because, you know, whoever's listening, right? Whether it's because you're a black woman, whether it's because you're a woman, <laughs> whether it's yeah. because, right? Like all of the different kind of reasons why people can be treated poorly in our world today. Um, mm. How did you get through that? What
1: kept you going to allow you to get to the other
0: side? Now where you're like, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me anymore.
1: Yeah, it took a while for me to love myself enough and build my my confidence. I honestly, I'm still, I'm still building my confidence. But aren't we all? Yeah, <laughs> right. But I just real, I realized that it wasn't. I wasn't the issue. It wasn't me. Nothing that I did wrong. It's just there mindset. So when I understood that, okay, you know, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm unapologetically who I am. And if you don't like me, you know what you could do. (laughs) (laughs) I do indeed.
0: Cheers cheers to that. Amen. (laughs) Because it is and it's even, you know, even knowing that intellectually, like I know this is them. I know it's not me. Like it's easy to easy to say that, to think yeah. it. And then there's the reality of, of dealing with the feelings and the emotions that come up when you're in that moment. And yeah, I, I know, obviously what I experienced as a woman, I can only imagine doubling that mm-hmm.
1: with being a minority woman on top.
0: Yeah, You'd I just, double two strikes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm a single mom. I just got tired yeah. of crying and trying to please everybody i mean i just accepted it everyone i'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay i'm perfectly fine with it awesome
0: good for you it's a it's a hard road to get to that place and i hear you like it's yeah. where well, it works and works in progress and the confidence mm-hmm. is a lifelong thing but i'm i'm happy to hear you say that and that you got through the other end because it is it's so many and we lose so many women from this industry they come yes. in they they love it and then they experience hardship and they experience negativity and they leave so i think it's really yeah. important for people to hear what it was that got us through and kept us going yeah so i think that's important yeah so so what made you switch to dealership life
1: uh <laughs> honestly <laughs> honestly i i wasn't going to um my so my girlfriend Erica tiffany was a financial was well, she finance manager at audi Okay. And when I um, was carrying Jada, I didn't want to be in the shop. I didn't want to be around chemicals. So I took a break. And then she's like, well, you know, you can get a job if you're, you know, wanting to make income. I'm just used to being the breadwinner. I'm, her father was like, well, I want you to not work. i like, no, I got to make my own money. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so after I had Jada, she was six months old when I first started working at Audi in BDC. Um, so I worked in BDC just to get my foot through the door because my objective was to be an Audi technician. Yeah. Um, so I worked in, at the Marietta store for about a year. Then I worked at the, I transferred to the Audi Atlanta store, worked there for about a year. And then I finally, um, became a technician.
0: Nice.
1: Nice. Mm -hmm. And then COVID
0: What's that? And then then COVID COVID happened. happened. Right. Of course. Of (laughs) course. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, we're going to make shirts up that say that. Just dot, 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 and then COVID happened. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that is yep. Just <laughs> yep. Interesting. So you said you started out at Audi in 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 what department? In BDC. Basically scheduling. Scheduling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You don't hear that often where they will transfer somebody from office out into the shop. How did you pull that off? Because I told them day
1: one. I'm like, listen, <laughs> like, I'm not, no, I'm not making a career out of this. Um I missed it. The shop is, is home for me. So nice. I made it clear day one. And the two, the two Audi stores are under the same umbrella. Okay. So okay. yeah, they were owned by the same, the same people. So I just, it was an easy transfer. But I was transparent from the jump. Nice. Yeah.
0: Very
1: cool. So you worked there until COVID happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, and now you are at a GM, did you say? Oh. I'm working at, yes, I'm working at Chevrolet as a quality control inspector. Okay. Yeah. So German to
0: domestic, huh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we've got to talk about this for a second because I feel like everybody who I know who works on German cars
1: Mm. is
0: like F domestic cars. I don't understand them, and then everybody I know who's comfortable with domestic cars—they're like <laughs> f German cars. Right. I don't understand them. Right. So to make the switch, you've got you've got both perspectives now. So which one's better?
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that. I mean, I, I've only been working there for about a month and a half. Okay. i have loving it so far. I love the the culture there. It's just it's so different from Cody. But um, in what ways? I mean, it's okay. You can be real. Yeah, you know I'm gonna be real. I know. I know. I have some people <laughs> watching from Chevy. That's... <laughs> but okay, maybe don't be that real. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but no, it's um, it's seriously. It it really does feel like a big family. Like everybody's just united and help each other out, and that's how it it should be. But unfortunately, it could have been that particular store. I don't know, like some of the texts were just very standoffish. Well, they were to me, like very standoffish and not very approachable. But I feel like at Chevy, I can approach anyone and ask questions and they're they're willing to help. Interesting. That's awesome. I'm glad you found a
0: place like that. It's a... It's a challenge, right? Like finding the right place, finding the right home. I think that's where so many technicians male and female get discouraged mm-hmm.
1: is
0: you know they start out somewhere, it's not the right fit, right? And then and then they're out, right? <laughs> and right. so right that keep going, keep finding the place, keep looking for that place that's going to take you under their wing and be good to you and take you seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, there are some, thankfully. There are there are places that will look out for you yeah absolutely sure. so how old's how is jada now she's three. Oh my god, girl she starts preschool pre-k oh my Pre-K. goodness Pre-K. <laughs> um i can't believe it because it's like just yesterday i found out i was pregnant right
0: well last time i saw you she was like itty bitty baby
1: yeah she was like one and a half or something like how long has it been since
0: is since the one see when- well, it was the yeah. Women in Machine event when I saw yeah. her. I saw you since then, but last time I saw her, she was she was a wee one still. Yeah. I don't think she was 2 at the time. No. No, mm-hmm. definitely not. But oh. I love that picture you posted of her in the the Snap-on
1: toolbox. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, girl, she loves them tools. She's <laughs> a trip. She's a trip. I love you getting it. her into cars? Yeah, I don't even have to. She just naturally like she has now, I gave her I I don't want to be one of those parents that force my interest on my child but I give her a variety of toys. I've given her dolls. I've given her uh, nail polish. I've given her cars. She chooses to play with her car toys more. That has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Yes.
0: Well she sees mommy do it. Yeah she does. It's like a total testament to the if she can see it she can be it if it's normal to her because she sees you do it.
1: Yeah absolutely. Yeah, Whatever she likes man I support it.
0: How how has it been balancing that being balancing being a mom, being a technician, um, doing all of the things that you do because you're juggling nine million hats. How do you how do you do
1: it, girl? I don't. I'm just going to keep it real with you. <laughs> I don't, girl. It you're gonna have to to make a sacrifice somewhere. Like my friends, I wouldn't say they gave up on me, but they. <laughs> they're like listen we figured you were busy with x y and z so we just went like i understand but honest like honestly when i manage my time i can you know be as balanced as as i possibly can be but like most of the times i'm i'm stretching myself way too thin i'm just all over the place i'm trying to figure this whole balance thing out i'm still trying to figure it out <laughs> I think one of your friends is commenting, we haven't given up on you. <laughs> oh, hey, <dear. laughs> That's good. See, they haven't given oh, up. <laughs> girl. I, yes. I love the friends that I have. They are, they are truly a blessing, man. But yeah, they understand. It makes a difference because it it really balancing.
0: I mean, shoot, girl, I'm having trouble balancing my life and I don't even have children in the picture.
1: So yeah, I know you do. You talk about me. Girl, how the hell do you do it?
0: I don't know. Life balance, I think, is an eternal practice. Like you never—I don't think there's such a thing as reaching life balance. Mm-mm. Like sometimes you're over here and sometimes you're over here, and you just kind of the Boy. pendulum just kind of swings a little bit. Yep. But. Yep. Absolutely. And we uh, we thank we are thankful for our friends and our family and people who make the path a little bit easier. Right. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Turning the tables. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: I got to. So what about dating? Have you <laughs> Why you laugh? Girl, really? <laughs> We're gonna go there? We gotta go there, girl. It's happy hour. Um
0: Dating's rough, man. Yeah. Dating's rough. Yeah. So you're, I mean... you're living you're living a mm-hmm.
1: single life too right now? I mean I'm I'm dating someone it's still early okay um so I, I don't know I just take it one day at a time man Like, yeah I was in an 11-year relationship oh, wow. um, with Jada's dad so now I'm just hey if it works out cool if it doesn't cool I'm not forcing shit I'm just it is what it is you know yeah
0: absolutely absolutely yep no it's it's tough, I mean when you're doing all of the things and when your career is important and when that's a priority for you, I think you know it becomes more challenging it's yeah. I think there's a an interesting kind of disservice that's been done for women with the whole idea of like you can have everything, and mm. like yeah, you can have everything, but maybe just not all at the same time <laughs> yeah no way. It's in no way, not not always easy. Like we have to make choices at at points, you know. Yeah. Oh. The dating. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I'm loving the comments.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love oh it. my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah, in Atlanta, it's oh goodness. Next subject. <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: But it is. It's one day at a time. But it's, that's not just with dating, right? That's with everything. It's one day yeah. at a time. And, and hopefully, each day, we're getting closer to doing what makes our heart the happiest, whatever that is, right? All right. So in all of the ways. Mm-hmm. That's real. So in addition to doing all the rest of the things you're doing, you just did a little TV thing. What's that face? <laughs> What's that face, Girl.
1: <laughs> I was... Tell me tell me about it. <laughs> Brianna is the one that put me on Monster Garage. She, did um, she? good she for her. Did. I'm glad she did. She, I love her. She um so she she hit me up on Facebook. She inboxed me. And she of course you, you gotta be vague about it, but she's like, Well, you know, would you be interested in this project? She didn't give me any details. I'm like, Okay, sure. Out. Let me hear about it first. Right. Um. But I was like, sure, why not? And you, I'm so timid. I really don't like attention. So, but she, cause she, I knew it was a show, but I didn't know what it was for, and I didn't know which network. So she gave my information to um the producers, and I talked to a couple people, and <clears throat> all they said was that we'd be flying out to Vegas. We'd be working with Jesse <sighs> Jesse James. I was like, oh shit, that's really cool okay (laughs) um so yeah I just I don't know I got super I was excited about it up until it was time to fly out so in the flight on the flight I'm just I'm just freaking the fuck out my oh my it's too late to turn back now girl so we get to the hotel um we like the cast you know we get to meet each other thankfully we got to meet each other before we nice. filmed. Yeah. We all agreed, you know, we weren't gonna do the TV drama crap. That wasn't really our personalities anyway. Um, but then the first day of filming when we were on set and Jesse revealed what we were working on and I wanted the earth to swallow me whole. I just I was just done. I was so like <laughs> like what what guys What the hell is that?
0: Like, <laughs> so for those who haven't seen it, what were you working on?
1: Uh, it was a C three Corvette. What's that? A C three Corvette. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was from the sixties. Um okay. So we, so we basically had to. The objective was to, um, base. Okay, so the car had to run on wood gas. That was ultimately the objective. It had to it's run on wood gas. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and how did that go? It went. <laughs> it ran. It, it ran. It, it ran. <laughs> um, thankfully, so a shout out to the twins, Corey and Kyle. They were the wood gas experts um that led the project. But I just felt completely out of my element because I, I'm not a welder and um a fabricator. And I would love to I wanna learn obviously I wanna learn those things, but I just felt I was so intimidated the whole time. I probably said a hundred words the whole week. Really? Oh, <laughs> But now that I got a taste of that, that life, the fabrication life, like, when is the next all-females build? Because I want
0: to be part of it. Oh, it is going on. We are in metalwork stage right now. You need to get your butt out here.
1: Okay. Okay. So I've been seeing the
0: pictures. We have a ton of metalwork to do. You want to come learn? (laughs) I do. Take me with you. Isn't it awesome? Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I got exposed to metal work later in my life, right? Mm -hmm. I did. I was strictly mechanical. And then I got into metal work, like, I don't know, three years ago, four years ago, like not that long ago. And um, I love it. And I wish I'd been exposed to it when I was younger. Like, I feel like I would have gone that route instead of Mm -hmm. automotive, instead of mechanical. Really? I known. Yeah. There's just something about it.
1: Yeah. I know. I've never, I've never been in uh, middle work. So, and I'm 33. I mean, it's never too Whatever you are, yeah. Oh, we all got those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've always wanted to do that, man. I think it's so awesome what you do um with the all females deal. that's so cool, man. Well, thank you. We got to get you out and
0: involved. There was a, a cacophony of women in the comments saying, "Come out oh, <laughs> so, oh, yes yeah. Yeah. you got you gotta come out and participate but so would you would you do t v again having had that experience
1: I don't know. <laughs> I can't it's, say that way. It's not for you, huh? I don't know. I just, I I don't like being in the limelight. Like, like, no offense to women that do. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so shy. I just, like, even this interview, when you, you reached out to me, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's bogey. I can't turn down bogey. But yeah.
0: Just, uh, but you're know. doing fantastic, despite the your <laughs> nerves. You're doing great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was it like
1: working with uh, with Jesse James? Oh, man. You know what? It, it depends. Depending on who you ask, you get a different response. He was really cool. Like, I appreciate the fact that he um, I'm not going to tell too much for those who haven't seen it, but he he really looked out for me because he knew that I wanted I wanted us to achieve our goals so badly and he reached out to the, um, the first black woman on the show. She's a welder. Okay. So We had a FaceTime call and she gave me a pep talk because I had a little breakdown. Oh, he didn't have to do that. And that's yeah, awesome. I think the world of him. That's really very guy. cool. That's very cool.
0: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, people underestimate the value of that, right? Mm-hmm. I get questions all the time, like why we do the all female bill, why that matters? Why having. Women connect with each other in this industry matters, and yeah. I think you know just him connecting you with another black woman who had been in that position, who had been on the show, and could relate to you. Like, there's such value in that because it's yeah. so it's normalizing and it's validating, and it yes. there's so much to it that I think if you haven't if you've never been in the position of being a minority, you don't necessarily understand it,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah, it girl, it, it just made a world of difference. Like, I feel after that, after that call, I was like, you know, I got this shit. I could do this. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What were her words of wisdom to you? Do you want to, you mind sharing? Yeah, she just said, you know, you don't have to, to be super woman. Like, we're all, we're all students. So we're all learning. Just, just do you just bring your best, bring your A game. And, you know, learn while you're here. I mean, simple present. advice Simple yeah. advice. but yeah I, yeah it, she changed the game for me that's awesome that's awesome yes she's awesome
0: yeah sometimes yeah. it is the simplest things that we need to hear that it's just when you're in your own little like tornado of stress and anxiety like just mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like just yeah. you got yeah. this and, yeah
1: yeah you got and, this it's at the end of the day it's just nuts and bolts
0: yeah. 100%. And control modules. And control modules. Yeah. Nuts <laughs> and bolts and electronics. <laughs> <laughs> right. electronics. But somebody put it together, which means you can take it apart and you can put it back together again. And that's the important part. <laughs> exactly. No matter what make or model, no matter what it is, it's nuts and bolts. Yep. Even if it's wood gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about like the industry as a whole mm-hmm. from from your perspective what we obviously have we we have a need for diversity in the industry yes. gender diversity racial diversity cultural diversity we have a serious need for it mm-hmm. um, and I I feel like we're making progress I feel like change is happening slowly Um, Mm -hmm. I'm curious your perspective and whether you've seen positive change and and whether we're on the right track or just kind of what your take on that is
1: yeah I mean social media is a powerful tool and I thankfully have been able to connect with a lot of amazing women in automotive or in the trades because of social media so we, we're we definitely making progress. Obviously, we still have a ways to go, but a lot farther than we were 10 years ago, 20 years ago.
0: Absolutely. Have you seen a change just within your career timeline from when you entered the industry? or? Mm, for
1: me personally, um, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I would say so um because i mean there were there were obviously women you know there were obviously women doing this before we started but again because of social media we can i mean they're only um, an inbox away you know or a flight like with faye like for example i use her for example um we have been following each other on, on instagram and when she posted the um the first woman in machine. I'm like, hey, I reached out to you. Like, hey, I want to come support you. I think it's really cool what you're doing. I want to come support you. Complete strangers, um, but yeah, that's how it started. Beautiful friendships start social media. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's the the part of social media that I actually like, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> the the connections that it is. Yeah, the connections. Yeah. it makes a big difference. Mm, it really does. So, what do you think? What do you think we need to do as an industry to attract more women, to attract more racial diversity? Um, what do you What do you think we need to do? Mm. Do you
1: have thoughts on that? Attract more women. <clears throat> um, I think like what like what you're doing now with the workshops. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, okay, like if I had workshops where women would say after the class, you know, I, I would love to to do this for a living, but you know, my dad doesn't approve or my husband doesn't approve. But I'm pretty sure you've heard the same comments. Yeah. But um, just making a, a difference locally, starting there. Yeah. Um, and. just, I think it, I mean, I love the fact that you're so down to earth and relatable. So like, (laughs) yes, you are, because it's important for, for women to, to be able to relate like, okay, she's, she's normal, just like me, or like, you know, like, we share a lot of things in common. I can do this too. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible if you set your mind to it that's true <laughs> that's true but you know like I'm just like you know this country girl from Mississippi and I didn't this is my first time admitting this but the monster garage bill was my first bill ever ever everything I've touched was stop prior to that yeah so I- like if I can do that <laughs> literally yeah all the ladies in these comments can do that too
0: totally i i relate to that so much because i i was a dealership girl i knew dealership stuff and then Mm -hmm. i opened up my own shop and i was still doing stock stuff we were doing repairs i was repairing john and jane doe's cars and you know i wasn't i wasn't doing custom stuff i wasn't doing modifications and then I go on all girls garage and suddenly it's like all of the things and, and it was all brand new to me too. And it, it's a different world, modifying and building and creating is a totally different world than diagnosing a water leak and, right. and re- replacing a part, you know, it's a different thing entirely. Right. Yeah. Different, different set. So I get that.
1: Yeah. I definitely got to dive into that more. That was cool. Do you, Sorry. you do like it? I I do, I do. I still can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, mm. I'm glad
0: you did that. I think it's a a really cool thing that you got yourself outside of your comfort zone. Because I know, I know you're not not really comfortable with that, and to to put yourself in that position and do it anyway and have a positive experience. And heck, you won the toolbox, didn't you? Like, wasn't that like a big deal? Yeah. Yeah. So like, clearly you did something right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Somebody, um, I was looking at the comments. Yeah. Keep fighting and not give up. But yeah, it's, it's not, it's not going to be, Easy. It's just like I don't know. I just I, I deal with it every day. I know you do too. Just um working as a woman in automotive. For those who are contemplating um joining the industry, becoming a part of it, working in the industry. Yeah. You like know, I tell them straight up, like you're gonna you're gonna experience failure. That's just part of it. For everybody. Yeah. Pick yourself yeah. up. Keep them moving yep
0: <laughs> i think women and this is being gender stereotypical here but i i feel like in my experience at least the the women that i know and the, versus the men that i know women are way harder on themselves oh, when yeah. they mess up yeah so in my experience a male technician will mess up and he's like okay try again Whereas a, woman, a female technician will mess up and be like, oh, why am I such an idiot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we
1: yeah. We beat ourselves
0: up way Because more. we
1: care. We care about what we do. Yeah. We care about the quality of our work. So. Yeah.
0: yeah absolutely. Do you feel like you've, because I feel like a, the flip side of that is that there's sometimes a double, like a, a higher standard for women that like we feel like we have to work twice as hard. To get half the respect, do you feel like you've experienced that?
1: I know I have. Yeah, I I know I have. Um. I mean, like that's one reason why I left Audi. Um, I wanted to be an Audi technician, and I had talked to the service manager several times um, because I I was looking at as a express tech Expressly. so I completed all my online training I was caught up on all of my training um, I couldn't complete the like the in person classes because of COVID and the class like anytime they would open registration they'd fill up like the same day um, but unfortunately I've seen you know my male counterparts move to the big shop or the main shop before I did. And the the crazy thing was that, like, these guys had no, no desire to work as a, tech or they didn't want to be tech, they didn't, it, it was just a job for them, you know what I mean? Like, there was no passion there. It was just, yeah. Not fair. No, <laughs> definitely <don't>. not. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll try again later, just at the time, um, I wasn't being challenged and the money wasn't, it was okay. But I have a three-year-old child and, you know, I, I don't have anyone contributing to the household financially. So I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, I had to make a sacrifice. So yeah, I'm working as an inspector now. Absolutely.
0: So, so what does that look like being an inspector? What is, what are you doing?
1: So, uh, so basically when they text, perform their repairs um i just double check like i'm giving the ro and to make sure um whatever the customer's concern was it, that was rectified okay um yeah if it comes in for a drivability issue test drive it make sure the issue's gone okay. um <clears throat> that's basically it but so i was like just, quali- quality, I, control. Yeah, yeah, quality control yeah yep quality control yep so i'm working inside of the shop which i love because i get to you know hop around to their bays and ask questions and yeah. learn you know is there hope
0: for <laughs> moving onto the line yeah yeah
1: there is <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I, I, I'm always looking for opportunities to grow so what's I'm that i'm always looking for opportunities to grow like yeah 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 for sure okay are you still doing stilettos garage in addition um unfortunately not right now well this COVID thing I was is gonna say that's a lot to do all of is, that it is yeah okay so so my parents are considered high risk and they both contracted covid last year and i took three weeks off of work the scariest few weeks of my life
0: sure. um
1: so i said you know i would never and my daughter has asthma i would never put you know, any of my loved ones' health at risk, and I'm taking a hiatus. Um, but it's crazy because, like, right before COVID happened, right before COVID happened, I was, um, I was doing my mobile mechanic thing, and <clears throat> I was like, "Well, damn, I got to take another break," because you remember before that I was doing BDC, I was pregnant, caring my daughter. So I'm like, "Okay, yep, you know, come on now. <laughs> like, <I'm ready laughs> to <get> out. Like, <laughs> I'm ready to get back out there, man. I miss it. Yeah." So your parents are okay, I assume? Yeah, yes, good. they're they're doing okay. <clears throat> Gotta good. keep it that way. Glad to hear, yes. Knockwood. Yeah. <laughs> All good. right, so no more
0: interruptions with your work now. Like we got covid out of the way, we got baby
1: out of the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, let it's a lot. It, it's a lot. Like, because my daughter is so young right now. um, So I have flexibility because her father and I co parent. So I have more flexibility when she's with him. That's when I tend to schedule my re- mobile work. But man, I don't know. Like, I, I have so much respect for Brianna. Like, that girl is kicking ass. <laughs> like, she's, gosh, she's so great. Um, But you know, like
0: that's she, like, there's so many women who I think are examples of this in that sense. Like, from the outside looking in, right? It's like they look like they've got their ish together. Like, everybody thinks that everybody else has their ish together. And, like, Mm -hmm. not not saying Brianna doesn't because she is rocking it. Like, she is 100% like raising the most amazing little girl and totally rocking it in her career. But I think all of us, we feel like we are not together and everybody else is. (laughs) So you included in that, like from the outside, you look like you've got your ish together and you're juggling all the balls and you're making it all work. And so I think that's- Yeah, I feel like that's an important (laughs) thing for us to remember, right? Because we see social media and we see everybody looking like they're doing the most and yeah. balancing it all and doing it carelessly and effortlessly with beautiful face and you know the whole thing right
1: yeah and,
0: and then we look at our life and we're like oh i haven't you know done my laundry and i'm a mess and right <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, and so it's really easy to compare i always say like to compare our cutting room floor to everybody else's sizzle reel Hmm. Uh, that's what it is right
1: (laughs) yeah instagram's the sizzle reel man (laughs) it is it is i've had to take several breaks from instagram because of that you're absolutely right yeah and it's it's definitely not what it appears as it appears yep so
0: remember that we're all struggling if that's consolation right like we all struggle we all we all put on our pants one leg at a time. <laughs> we right. we all have good days and bad days, and days mm-hmm. that we have to give ourselves pep rallies. That's true. No, you're right. So, are you still doing teaching and classes and that kind of stuff, or have you, is that just not not enough time in the day?
1: I would love to. Um. Um. I ha- I haven't in a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's okay. But I haven't, but but my my goal is to do the work. I mean, we can we can still you know social distance ourselves, right. um, wear masks and stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, I just just putting one together, putting a workshop together. I not, nah, I have not had the time. I I don't, you know, I don't I don't blame
0: you at all. There was no judgment in that question, by the way. I just uh, you yeah. were, you were good at it, and I know that that you enjoy doing that. And I miss it. I think it's I think it's important. So for those who don't know um, what Woman and Machine is, and what you were doing with with teaching, because you were doing some classes outside of Woman and Machine as well, weren't you? Yeah yeah so, yeah tell tell everybody about that because i think that's i think it's really cool that that you did that at all and i know you'll get back to it at some point
1: yeah um yeah so i would have occasional workshops um just basic auto care the the most fun one i had was with girl scouts they were so cute um I oh my them- gosh the girl scouts <laughs> aren't they the awesomest to teach classes yeah. to yeah girl they were everything so i've uh, taught them how to change a tire nice um and um yeah i just you know have i've had a few well in different locations i think about it in metro atlanta and yeah. i love the feedback i love hearing that that women learned something like i made a difference somehow even if it's small you know i don't you know yeah. i don't know It's really cool
0: no i agree what age girl scout troop did you work with
1: they were young, they were young, the kids. no, they, I mean, maybe middle school. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I posted some, I posted a few pictures on, but that was on Facebook. Uh, a couple years ago. I did
0: a Girl Scout troop once. Tell me if you had a similar experience. I had a, a class with a, a Girl Scout troop and I was floored by the questions they asked. Like I've been teaching car care classes for a long time. Yeah, and I have never had a group of students ask such intense questions, really, as these girls get. Like they were, like they were so interested. Like I was nervous that they would be kind of not really interested uh-huh. in what I was doing, but yeah. they're raising their hands every three seconds asking questions. I had one woman ask me to explain how a rack and pinion works, and I'm like,
1: "One of the girls, what a rack and pinion <laughs> is? <laughs> what?" No, that's I great. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, okay, I have more questions from the Girl Scout, uh, the troop leaders mm. than the actual Girl Scouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were just like, okay, I'm just here to get my badge. Cause I think get a oh, badge. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I feel like the younger girls ask more questions, whereas the older women are a little bit still more cautious and and apprehensive. At least that's mm-hmm. been my experience. Whereas the little girls are like.
1: I want to know how this thing works. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. They, yeah, I think I maybe had a few questions, but... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> nah. That was just one troop. I got to do it again, though. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. It's There's nothing like that.
0: Teaching those classes, 100%. Oh, yeah. So, advice... If you could give advice to the younger version of you, or a little girl like you out there who's who's seeing this, what would you tell her?
1: Oh. <laughs> um. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is about to get deep, isn't it? It is. It is.
1: Um, I, as a little girl, you know, just like most people experience trauma, okay? So my dad basically abandoned my brothers and I. My mom and I bumped heads. Um, So I had to learn a lot of life lessons from failed relationships but I would tell my younger self that you don't have to seek validation from people who, who mean you harm, you know? Um, I don't know. It's so important that you, you, you learn, you love yourself. Yeah. You learn yourself, but you love yourself. You have to love yourself first. You know what I mean? Because I unfortunately I I put so I could like my relationships, like even the eleven the year one, okay. Um I was so consumed and invested in, in that and I lost focus. So stay focused and don't give up. Keep trying. When you fail, pick yourself up. Keep trying. When you fail again, keep you know, pick yourself up. Keep picking yourself up, because um, it's not going to be easy. But if it was, everybody would do it. Yeah,
0: you know? it's a powerful phrase that you said at the beginning. Don't seek validation from those that mean you harm. Yeah, that's um, that's a powerful line. Had to learn that. I'm still learning that. You are not alone, my dear. Mm-hmm. You are not alone. Yeah. And again, it's that thing where knowing it intellectually and, and living it and, and really believing it are sometimes two different things because right. sometimes our little feelings get hurt. And, <laughs> and yeah, even though we know intellectually, but, um, but that's, a great, that's a great mantra right there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Very wise words of wisdom.
1: <laughs> yes, girl. Very yeah. cool. That's love
0: so um when are we gonna get you out to phoenix
1: (laughs) When are you trying to get me out to Phoenix, girl like now
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay um we're i'm gonna be reaching out to you as soon as this is over we're gonna figure out a time when you can come beat on some metal with us
1: oh yeah (laughs) yeah well i have my daughter every other week okay so i have more flexibility um i'm off every weekend do y'all work do y'all Do y'all working on weekends too? Yeah, we're working um, Thursday,
0: Friday, Saturday, Sundays are the build days.
1: Oh, okay, that's perfect. Yeah, so okay, yeah, definitely on a week when Jada's with her dad. Um, Excuse me. All right, we're gonna we're gonna be in touch. We're
0: gonna figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) We better (laughs) absolutely. All right, we are wrapping up our hour, and I know you've got a little one to get back to and work tomorrow I'm sure so I'm gonna let you go but I thank you thank you thank you so much for agreeing to join me despite your shyness (laughs) and (laughs) despite your apprehension and not like being the center of attention you deserve (laughs) to be in the center of attention sometimes girl you are a rock star and I'm proud of you and I'm excited to see where you continue to go in your career so keep it up And for everybody out there who is watching, thank you so much for joining in and tuning in. And make sure you go check out Stiletto's Garage. I'll have the link in the description. Go give her some love, show her some support, and we will see you next week for another happy hour guest. And Jasmine, I need your address so I can send you your happy hour gift. Woo! Okay. (laughs) All right. Big love to everybody. Big love to you, Jasmine. It was great to see your face and catch up a little bit.
1: Likewise.
0: All right. Y'all have a good night.